What are you listening to? Hole in the wall. You gotta hear this. It'll change your life, I swear. Think you could have? Maybe listen yeah, while you could? I can handle it. Yeah. Okay. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. Whatever happens, happens. Wait! Who are you? It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is our plan. Yo, bro! Where are you from? London. 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 London? Yes, London. You know, fish, chips, cup of tea, bad food, worse weather, Mary fucking Poppins, London. Hi there, you and I listen to the Hole in the Wall podcast, hosted by your host with the most useless knowledge to boast, where we discuss all manner of things from popular culture, ranging from movies to TV to anime, and on the rare occasions we do talk comics and music. And yeah, my name is... I'm Batman. Bit on the fucking nose, that ain't it? <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, my name is not the Batman. <laughs> My name is Shah Jahan Ali and you are now listening to the Hole in the Wall podcast. A big welcome to all old and new people that are listening to the show. If you're new here, thank you so much for choosing us to provide you with your white noise for the day as you do some chores or whatever the fuck you do. I don't know. I don't know you people. You guys know me. That's about it. It's a one-way relationship. (laughs) Speaking of like one-way relationships, y'all ever look at the view count on some pornos? What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Like, do you ever just think to yourself, how are you only getting 1 or 2k views when you're naked on the internet on a porn site? What? What does that have to do with me? No, no. He's got a point. How? <laughs> like, how? How? I need an answer ASAP. Give me an answer. I feel like I feel like porn must be the girl version of being a mixtape rapper. <laughs> 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 like it's it's just a struggle <laughs> i'm telling you all those girls on twitter that be like pushing only fans they have sold you lot a dream that shit seems like a nightmare can you imagine what it must be like for the girls that aren't in the five or the top 10 percent of being a porn star they are struggling they are <laughs> they are just pushing pushing p literally <laughs> Apologies to new listeners for, I don't know, that weird fucking segment, I guess. We're going to call it a segment. All right, let's get on with the show. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. News for the week. So the Dead Space remake is being targeted for an early 2023 release. And I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. I don't know how I feel about, well, another remake. I'm very fucking tired of the remakes. I would love a new IP or give me a sequel. For a game that deserves a fucking sequel at this point. But we'll discuss like overdue sequels another time. But yeah, I don't know how I feel about this remake. It feels like EA is just trying to, I don't know, recapture some old glory from the days that they were willing to <laughs> to let people create something. And even then, they weren't willing to make Dead Space Free the game that the devs wanted it to be. So I don't trust them at all. They didn't even... Oh God, like... Mass Effect, that was the other IP that EA ruined. EA has ruined a lot of fucking games. 
So I do not trust them one bit to deliver a good remake of Dead Space. And I don't want a remake. There's already Dead Space. You guys can still just buy and play that. It's fine. There is no issues. So I don't even see the point of another remake of a game that already exists that isn't that old. Just dumb. Like I get the Resident Evil ones because who the fuck wants to play with tank controls at this point? It's annoying. It's frustrating. But this, this is just stupid if I'm being honest. And I just, I just don't trust them at all to deliver a good product. Next bit of news. People are bitching and moaning about Elden Ring not having an easy mode. And listen, that's the point of the fucking game. Get good scrub is shit. It's not just a meme. You really do need to figure the game out. It's like, it's like exercise. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was... It's just the irony considering the core fan base of that game barely leave their homes. <laughs> but whatever. It's like exercise. When you start, you're terrible. But you get better and, you know, eventually you find harder obstacles that fuck you up more. But that's just it. It's just a part of the mechanics. It's in the game. And it's the whole experience. I don't understand why you would complain about the experience when you went in knowing what the experience is. Like, what, what are you expecting here? Okay, it's it's like going into an SM dungeon. What did he say? Wow, that's <laughs> I don't know where I went with that one. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna land this. What watch we land this right now? It's like going into an SM dungeon and expecting vanilla missionary. Yeah, and you being surprised that there's people being choked the fuck out in there. It's a bit of a weird analogy. Yeah, it's like that. I think I landed that metaphor. <laughs> I think it's appropriate, you know? Dark Souls type world. It's all fucking medieval. It's all edgy. <laughs> Dumbest analogy I probably could have come up with, but hey, fuck it. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Also, in other... <laughs> in other bits of news peaky blinders season six has been released and you now have to endure every cunt who makes the idea of the good old days and you know being a gentleman where men used to wear suits and ties and didn't used to dress like fuck boys with skinny jeans yeah those cunts you have to endure them again you know the cunts that wear flat caps and they post thomas shelby for no fucking reason with like motivational quotes i don't know what is about that show that makes guys become the biggest cringe ever like it, no no like look it's fine to enjoy the show i think it's a pretty okay show it's not fucking amazing but you don't have to make that show your personality people like please <laughs> please stop doing that <laughs> Oh God, I, I remember that fucking, oh, that time where you had every arsehole possible being like, by the order of the Peaky Blind, like, I hope you fucking get hit over the head with an Apple charger for the rest of your life. Every day that you wake up, an Apple charger just wraps around your head and just, you right in the fucking noggin. And then you just step on another Apple charger and you fuck up your foot. And then a second foot lands on a Lego foot. <laughs> I truly hope you step on a second piece of Lego after that. And you just fall onto a pile of Lego pieces. Your pieces of shit. I swear to God. It, it genuinely annoyed me. How a lot of guys made that shit their personality. But anyways. We're not going to rant. We're going to attempt not to rant. <laughs> in one episode. In other bits of news. The Final Fantasy Origin 
I think that is the name. I'm not entirely sure. It has a long fucking title, if I'm being honest, but we're going to shorten it down to Final Fantasy Origin. That has got another demo for the PS5 and 4, and I have no fucking clue why, to be honest. <laughs> but hey, if you're interested, try it out. I'm just going to wait for the part two of the remake of 7. God, I cannot believe I said that. <laughs> I talked all that shit about remakes and I just said that. Listen, I just want to finish that game again, okay? It, it was great as a child and yeah, it's just nostalgia. I, yeah, I'm a hypocrite, I can't lie. <laughs> Alright, let's get on with the main show. So, in today's episode, we are reviewing... Well, you know what we're reviewing. We are reviewing The Batman. So I finally watched the much anticipated Rich Orphan Simulator, Matt Reeves Batman starring Robert Pattinson as Batman, as we all know, Zoe Kravitz as Selina Kyle, Catwoman for anyone who doesn't fucking read a comic book or see, <laughs> seen anything in the last 20 years or so. And surprisingly, Colin Farrell as the Penguin, which was really fucking surprising. I mean, does does anyone know who did the makeup? If that is makeup, if that is makeup, they did an amazing job. If that isn't, Jesus fucking Christ, I am I <laughs> I am fucking surprised. Anyways, let's discuss the movie. So, in terms of the movie itself, I will say it is very much Watchmen. <laughs> I don't mean that in a bad way, but it is very detective noir. I guess, in a sense. So, Batman, Robert Pattinson's Batman, I should say, feels more like Rorschach, has a journal and all, lists an entry, date, and does all those kinds of things. And, I don't know, it's weird. It's weird. It's kind of weird. It's weird hearing, you know, Batman's monologue, I guess, as he's going throughout Gotham and getting on with his day and all that kind of stuff. But it is interesting. And I do like the fact that they chose to go in that direction. But it, it does feel very Rorschach. This version of Batman does feel very Rorschach, which is quite funny considering Zack Snyder directed Watchmen and was, you know, arguably one of his best entries in the whole superhero movie franchises. But... I will say, keep in mind, as it is more of a methodical approach to Batman, it is very intense on dialogue and overall just the detective aspect of Batman. I will say the action is kind of meh. You know, it's kind of meh. It's kind of okay. It's okay. It's very okay. I will say, and I really do not like giving compliments to the man, but Zack Snyder was better at the action set pieces which you know pains me to say because batman vs superman was a terrible fucking movie but hey like it made you feel like batman <laughs> it was i think the most comic accurate version of batman and that's what Zack snyder did but this one i feel like a lot of the punches and kicks a lot of that didn't have that much impact it felt weightless if that makes sense however with the exception of key moments in the movie that i will not spoil it was great but the action in terms of the actual hand-to-hand -hand needs to be retweaked if they choose to do a second movie and i i'm so unsure if they choose to do a sequel to this I feel like they put a great foundation for what could be an amazing sequel. But I do not know if Matt Reeves actually wants to continue. He said numerous times that this is a one and done movie. But 
if they choose to do a sequel they just need to retweak a lot of the hand-to-hand possibly bring someone in i would love if they brought in the person who did the captain america winter soldier action because that that hand-to-hand in the street with the knife and everything was just oh it was it was gorgeous it it was it was fucking gorgeous mate fucking gorgeous son it was a work of art that fighting that hand-to-hand in that movie was beautiful i will argue that is the best hand-to-hand action in a western hollywood movie ever like i'm sorry no Everything else is just Jason Bourne with like 50 cuts in between. You have no clue who the fuck is beating up who. It's just <laughs> Sorry, I'm speaking of like cuts, I just got reminded mentally just now of if you guys have seen Taken 2, you will remember the scene where there's about like a hundred cuts where <laughs> Liam Neeson's character climbs a fence. That is the legacy of the Jason Bourne franchise. Look, here's the thing, right? Jason Bourne, the movie franchise, has the same impact that Eminem has had on hip-hop. It's not good. (laughs) It just has birthed so many clones that just fucking piss you off. And it's just done a terrible thing for their respective genres. Okay? Okay. So in terms of the actual movie, The Batman, (laughs) let's get this back on track. So Batman himself, I will say... He's not a commanding figure as of yet. In terms of presence alone, Robert Pattinson's Batman doesn't tower over people and doesn't feel like he's fucking behemoth, basically, as Ben Affleck's one did. But he's also not got that weird corny voice that Christian Bale's one did where... Where's the trigger? Where is it? Uh, I never give it to an ordinary citizen. Where is it? Where's the trigger? Where is it? Where is it? I'm working hockey pads. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Jesus Christ, I don't know how the fuck he did that for a whole film. My throat is hurting. Feel like I smoked 80 packs of cigarettes. I still don't get why he chose to do that. No one chose to take him to the side. It was like, hey, yo, Bale, this is really fucking dumb. But then again, we know, we know what Christian Bale does when people come across his line of sight whenever he's filming but listen robert patterson's batman i will have to say is the most emo batman i have ever seen he definitely listens to nine inch nails when robert patterson is bruce wayne he looks like the lead singer of my chemical romance i'm not even joking yeah he's got (laughs) he's got the eyeshadow and everything okay it's it's actually fucking hilarious i (laughs) would He genuinely does look like him. I mean, hey, no shame. No shame in that. But it's just a weird direction they chose to take Bruce Wayne in in particular. I can understand that they chose to make him a broken, traumatized figure. And this is earlier on in his Batman career. He hasn't established himself as Bruce Wayne, the billionaire, the philanthropist, the playboy. He's still trying to come to grips with the murder of his parents. But it's... I don't know, like, you, at points you find him kind of insufferable. You you do find him quite spoiled and just overall... I, I think the best way to describe it is he's just a bit of a bitch, ain't he? <laughs> just a bit of a bitch about things. But, hey, uh, I think the main reason, and this is... 
I think it shouldn't be the main reason why you've gone to see the Batman because, you know, everyone's going to go see the Batman. But I can't lie. Zoe Kravitz is the star of the movie. She is very gorgeous to me. Well, you know, in terms of staring at her because Jesus. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I've never seen a woman look that good. Listen. You lot have all just hopped on the train of Zoe Kravitz. I've been into her since Mad Max, all right? And I feel sad saying that. <laughs> That's the saddest statement I've ever made in my life. Woman don't even know I exist. I'm like, yeah, I've been into her for like ages, mate. Like, since, since that first film I've seen her in, like, come on, like... <laughs> But, hey, she's been in a lot of great things, to be fair. She was in Mad Max, and she was in that TV show, High Fidelity. Sadly got cancelled. I thought it was great. I, I still don't know why they didn't continue that on. But, hey, she was the star of the film, if I'm being honest. In terms of actual charisma, like, she shined on screen, if I'm being honest. Robert Pattinson was just... You know, he was being Batman and he was a great Batman. I'd say arguably he might be a top five Batman for a lot of people. And for myself also, because there was a lot that wasn't cringe about him. Apart from him being a bit bitchy about things. But I'm just going to put that down to the fact that that is the character, the specific character itself. And not a result of Robert Pattinson's portrayal of the character. Because, hey, he did a great job, if I'm being honest. And you all got to put some respect some respect on the man's name you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know what's funny it it's it's so hilarious that the guy's been in, in so many great indie movies but batman is the pedigree of what makes him a good actor <laughs> that's actually hilarious but yeah in terms of zoe gravitz's performance like she was great i'd happily watch the film again just to stare at her like <laughs> i'm so biased but yeah, like, I had no issues with her performance whatsoever. I guess Batman is supposed to be, as he calls himself, vengeance. But Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman is vengeance. Like, she actually wants it. And she's willing to do what she needs to get it. And yeah, I think this was possibly the best portrayal of Catwoman I've ever seen. Like, in terms of the action and everything and just overall mannerisms of Selena Kyle. Yeah, amazing genuinely amazing i mean you know it's it, <laughs> it's not hard to compete against Halle berry's catwoman keep that in mind i mean you guys remember the bit where she starts playing basketball <laughs> or i don't know when she starts oh uh, when she starts being a cat when she's like physically takes on a lot of the traits of a cat god almighty i still remember the, the villain's plan was to like use skincare to like <laughs> to ruin women's lives because of some fucking arbitrary reason that film was terrible but yeah i i could say that zoe kravitz's portrayal of catwoman can easily rival michelle pfeiffer's and in my personal opinion is better than michelle pfeiffer's catwoman i mean there's a lot of depth there there's a lot of character there and they've actually managed to create a three-dimensional version of catwoman oh my god i just remembered anne hathaway was catwoman but then again like it was it was a very forgettable performance <laughs> like i don't know if anyone actually liked the dark knight rises compared to the dark knight so i don't know I really don't know about that one. But in terms of the actual movie 
in terms of filmography and everything and cinematography. It is very Joker-esque. Just keep that in mind. The city is filthy. <laughs> it's very New York in the fucking 80s of like, this is a shithole to live in. And it's very Joker-esque. It could feel like the same universe. And it's also just very David Finch. It has a very seven kind of nature about the world. It's a very horrific world. And yeah, it's all just feels like it's just this one universe of just really horrible shit. <laughs> it's just very, it's very DC, if anything. Keep in mind, though, I don't know who is the actual writer for this movie, but a lot of it is very on the nose. <laughs> it's kind of corny at times. Well, not corny, but I don't know. It's just it's just so on the nose. There's a scene where Selena Kyle, Catwoman, literally drinks milk. And <laughs> just they're like, all right, this, this is so on the nose. Like, we get it. Yeah, she's Catwoman and cats drink milk. Like, who would have thought? Sometimes I just think, like, scriptwriters just wrote something down. And we're like, yeah, this was great. And then someone was like, yeah, this is this is great. And they just gave it the green light. Like, the fuck is wrong with Hollywood sometimes? I mean, you know, they got more horrible things behind closed doors that a lot of people need to address, not script issues. <laughs> but yeah, also... In terms of the big bad in the movie, the Riddler, that's not a spoiler, mind you. If you don't know who the big bad is in the movie, you've not seen a trailer or any kind of promotional material. And I don't know, you're a nun, basically, because you've had no form of contact with the Internet for the last fucking year. Yeah, you're, you're a better person than me. All right. So in terms of the Riddler, I get and I understand he's supposed to come across as menacing. But to me... Personally, dude's just really corny. Like, very fucking corny. <laughs> I really didn't understand the characterization of this form of Riddler. To me, Riddler is charming. Well, not charming, but you get the sense that he's crazy. You get the sense that there's something extremely wrong with him. But he's always in control. He always feels like he's above everyone else. And he's not this kind of edgelord that this film kind of portrays him as, if that makes sense. The only instances that you see him go batshit insane is when Batman figures out his riddle. And, you know, he starts to scramble and just be like, no, no, I am the smartest one. Like, he has to be the smartest one in the room. And whenever that's disproven and he's not actually the smartest person in the room, then he scrambles and then you start to see the cracks in his personality and the insanity of everything behind him. And yeah, this film didn't really do that. It's a very weird portrayal of the Riddler, but maybe some people enjoyed this version of the Riddler. I mean, anything, <laughs> anything's better than Jim Carrey's version of it. <laughs> Dude was literally playing the mask character. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't say to Batman once, smoking. <laughs> but yeah, also other aspects of the movie that needs to be given some praise. The Batman theme is amazing. It has, I think, an amalgamation of all past Batman themes just combined into one. It's fucking menacing. They use it a lot throughout the film, but every time it's used, you're just like, yes, I am enjoying this. I am loving this right now. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot about this movie that's kind of, I wouldn't say it's meta, but it is very modern, if that makes sense. <laughs> this might be a slight spoiler and, you know, skip this little part here if you want. I will time code this specific part, okay? So I will say in three, two, one. So 
this is such it's it's gonna be so anticlimactic when I say what it is. So basically, the Riddler has an Instagram live, <laughs> and he also has a fucking Twitch. He's probably partner. <laughs> He probably streams with fucking Ninja on occasion. But I don't know. It's it's such a weird, very weird thing for them to put in the movie. I guess it's to make it as, you know, modern as possible as they can without taking you out of this Gotham universe that they have. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's a very weird film. But there are a lot of things that is so good about the movie. You are seeing a young Batman that is somewhat inexperienced. And in his early days, I would tell you to think year one Batman when it comes to this portrayal of Batman. Because... Robert Patterson has many moments where he shows fear of like, holy shit, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? This is actually scary. Like, he's not perfect. He's not the perfect Batman just yet. But what he is, is really good. And it's really engaging to see that. And I am actually really happy to see that portrayal of Batman for once. It's nice to see the Dark Knight not be the perfect Dark Knight yet. And build those blocks. Build that character. And if they decide to do a sequel. It would be great to see how he's grown over into the next movie. But yeah. It's just. It's an interesting movie. I would say it's a good movie. That has great foundation there. It's good but not great. Take a date to this film. <laughs> you can discuss the film whether or not you liked it or hated it. It's a very mixed bag. Like me personally, I had mixed feelings when I left watching the movie. And now I can safely say I really enjoyed it. If I was to give a rating, I wouldn't. Because <laughs> people go crazy when you say that. I'd say it makes me feel like Batman. <laughs> Nah, it's, it's very good. I'd say, if I was to say to the general public, it's a 7 out of 10. But for my personal, I'd say it's a 9 out of 10. It's arguably one of my favourite Batman movies. And there's not a lot of good Batman movies. Unless you count a lot of animations out there. But this was a very good Batman movie. And hey, if anything, you get to see Zoe Kravitz be the most gorgeous woman on screen for two hours. So, hey, there's that. <laughs> but also, there is a lot that they do to suggest what the future of this version of Batman can lead to and I love the fact that it wasn't so in your face I mean one in particular is very in your face of like hey guys we can do this next but a lot of it is very low-key people that read the comic books and just notice little things will notice them and will be very excited to see what they can do in the future with it yeah I just I want to see if they do another movie if they do a sequel if they do decide to do a sequel which they probably will because it's made a shit ton of money Matt Reeves will probably not return to do a sequel and I I feel like that would be a very bad thing to do if I'm being honest because this is his creation and I don't feel like this version of Batman will have any legs without Matt Reeves Robert Pattinson is great, Zoe Kravitz is great, everyone is great. The whole ensemble of characters is amazing. But Matt Reeves really did direct the fuck out of this movie when it came to the characterizations of all these characters. And I'm very interested to see what they do with the future. So yeah, good movie. If you're still on the fence about watching this movie, hey, just give it a shot. You'll probably enjoy it. If you don't, do not come at me. I swear to God, do not come at me. <laughs> I don't care. 
you can leave some fucking comments i don't mind but yeah that has been my review of the movie i will sometime later on down the line possibly in a month's time have a full-on spoiler lace discussion about the movie i just don't want to discuss anything too spoilerific at the moment just because i don't feel like everyone has seen the movie yet i feel like some people are still on the fence due to some online reviews and i say online reviews with a pinch of salt i mean it's mostly twitter that's like oh this film was shit but people that went into the movie expecting dark knight like what do you expect and you know some people were expecting constant action it's just like no this isn't what the film was about in the first place it's supposed to be the detective version of batman and we got a lot of that and it was great to see that and i'm very happy that we got the depiction of the world's greatest detective instead of blowing shit up constantly <laughs> and asking superman do you bleed <laughs> but yeah that's been my review of the batman in all honesty, if you were into Watchmen or any more art house approaches to films, then you'll enjoy this movie. It's a mixed bag, but personally for me, I loved it. Also, I forgot to talk about the Batmobile. The new Batmobile is fucking amazing. That's pretty much all I have to say about that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this film and I think a lot of you guys will enjoy it too. So that was this week's episode and I do hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed waffling. If you did, you can show how much you liked it on Spotify and Apple by slapping that follow button and leaving a review. Also, you can let me know if you hated or loved this film as much as me. For some reason on the internet, there's no middle ground. <laughs> there's never any nuance. You can't just be like... I thought it was okay. Either you gotta love it or you gotta hate it. And me personally, I loved it. If you hate it, hey, that's cool. You're wrong, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. But you can let me know your thoughts by contacting the show. So you can contact us at the hole in the wall pod at gmail.com. I repeat, that is the hole in the wall pod at gmail.com. You can also follow the show on Instagram at hole in the wall pod. That is, I repeat, at hole in the wall pod tag the show let me know if you enjoyed the episode and share it because it truly does help the show you can also help by donate to the patreon yes we still got a patreon we are not bruce wayne (laughs) you know our parents don't die and just leave us billions and we squander it instead of helping the community but yeah you can pledge your allegiance to the show by supporting us at the patreon the patreon is patreon.com slash the hole in the wall i repeat patreon.com slash the hole in the wall and yeah all donations go towards making better content for the people that enjoy the hole in the wall because you guys (laughs) you guys deserve good content you guys enjoy this show so you deserve it but yeah all donations help the show and keeps it alive and i really do appreciate it if you do donate and even if you don't you're still fucking amazing i mean look at ya look at ya look at you right now in the mirror you are fucking gorgeous gorgeous i tell ya and i'm thankful that you listen and just enjoyed the show anyways and with that i'm signing off regular episodes every monday and you'll be hearing from me next monday but in terms of next week's show i have something very specific in mind <laughs> So it's not going to be a fuck up at that time, I promise. Hey, we're going to do something special for next week's episode. And I canned it because it was absolutely trash thanks to that horrible guest. It's not a guest episode, but I do have something very specific in mind. So look forward to that. But whatever it is, 
there will always be an attempt to entertain you as always through the matrix's mainframe this has been the whole of the wall my name is Shahjahan ali and yeah you hear from me next monday so yeah whatever time you listen to this have a good morning evening and good night and you'll be hearing from me next monday and yeah we still ending it like the truman show <laughs> peace